So I wanted to start today's episode with my usual greeting, but then I realized my usual greeting reminds me so much of work emails when I say, hello, everyone. So it's kind of making me cringe and I don't like it. Um, But anyways, welcome back to the podcast and to today's episode. I want to thank everyone for their support so far. It means so much to me. Um, I am currently, well, I was supposed to be sleeping, but I was having trouble sleeping and now I'm in my little tracksuit, sweatsuit, whatever it's called, made myself some tea and I realized there was too much in my mind and I think I wanted to just get this episode recorded because it was something I wanted to talk about, uh, which today's episode is around self-love. And what that is and isn't, or what that really should look like, I guess um, I should say. So self-love has been something that affects so many areas of our life. And personally, I've struggled struggled with it so much because I struggle with um, acceptance, right? Which is a really big part of self-love. And I kind of just wanted to share my journey and just what I've learned along the way because I was someone who was very convinced that I was I was doing self-love the right way. I was someone that took self-care very seriously. Um, I really cherished my alone time. So I thought that was what self-love looked like. So I was like, oh, I can be on my own and not need anyone, um, take baths and have my nighttime routine, which that is, that is a big part of self-love, which like, I still think is important. Um, but just like these things that we do or like a skincare routine, right. Or buying myself flowers and making myself happy. But I think it goes really deeper than that. And that's something I've learned over the years that has taken so long to finally be ingrained in me and I'm still a work in progress like you know I think it's self-love is a long journey along with everything else in the mental health care um kind of realm and just in general right because in the western world and society we're so hard on ourselves we're so critical we have so many expectations and standards that we put on ourselves, but we also kind of put on each other as a society. And then that's what we compare ourselves to. So I think it's, it's hard not to fall into that trap um, and suffer because of comparison, suffer because of social media and suffer because of the expectations and like the, um, the life we live in America, I'd say not that like people around the world don't struggle with self-love or mental health issues. I just think it's more um, intense in our society here. So again, I kind of went over like what I thought self-love looked like, right? The baths, um, the like self-care, staying in and just being a hermit and saying, I am doing this because like, I don't need to be around people. This is self-love. Like I can be by myself and be totally fine. And then when shit hits the fan, <laughs> you realize that like that's really not it. So 
I guess what self-love now to me looks like is vastly different. And that's because of my many years of dealing with anxiety, mental health, um, talk therapy, and things like that, where I'm really on this journey of understanding myself, understanding my triggers, understanding what I want for my life, which is huge, and what made me the way I am today. And I think we need to be very careful because it can get very easy to have that victim mindset. But I think it really is important to go back and assess what what causes your triggers and be more aware of yourself. So the first thing that I would say is the key to self-love is really the actions that you take. Like that's love. That's proving to yourself that you're worthy and you're you're committed to yourself. And the ways in which you do that, I think, are listening. One, like one is listening to what your body and mind need. Like, for example, today, I didn't go to the gym and I was telling myself I had to because um, I haven't, I wasn't really good with it last week. And instead, I took a nap after work because my day just felt, my week so far has felt very intense. That nap quickly turned into through dinner where I didn't get up. And then I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's time for bed. And naturally, normally, I'd be very hard on myself about that because I'd be like, you know, you didn't fulfill the promise to yourself. And I do believe that fulfilling promises that you make to yourself build self-love and build confidence and trust within yourself, which is big. But at the same time, I was listening to what my body needs. So because I've been struggling with burnout um, and the effects of that on my body and mind, I'm now more aware of what the symptoms are. So I can tell in my head, in my brain, that today I was just feeling very, um, a little bit distant, a little bit like the symptoms of like ADHD, where I just really couldn't focus on work. And I just felt like I needed my brain to shut off. I didn't want communication with people. I didn't want um, like after work. And the nap is just maybe what I needed to kind of regather myself. So Yes, you need to fulfill your promises to yourself, but at the same time, I'm at a stage where my body and mind need a lot of extra love and care, working through burnout, um, with other lifestyle changes, of course, that I've made that I'll talk about in a different episode, but um, accepting that, I think the first step for me was accepting that this is where I'm at. Acceptance is a huge part of um making any change, right? So acceptance and then saying it's it's okay, you know, that's just what my body and mind needed today. That's showing yourself love and care. And the second one I think is really valuable. Um therapy. I think therapy is so important to people, especially like you don't have to have anything even um wrong per se. But I feel like everyone can benefit from therapy. And there's so many different options out there, whether it's through your employer, whether it's through like the community, um, low income, like things like that. I think it's really beneficial because I think, I mean, no one is perfect and everyone has some type of trigger. 
Sorry, my dog is being super annoying. Anyways, as I was saying, um, I think everyone has some type of core wounds, childhood um, trauma, and it doesn't even have to be anything crazy, but I think it does affect us as adults and how we go about our lives and go about making decisions and whether that's in relationships, career, whatever. So I think that's something really important. Um, again, even when you're not dealing with anything, but just, and actually therapy is better. Talk therapy works better even when you're kind of more stable at your best, whatever it is. Um, so you can be really present and kind of talk about things that you need to talk about and go through and heal. So, but again, the healing is really up to you, but I think it's a really good supplement to that. And then I think saying no, like having boundaries is really important too. Um, boundaries when it comes to work and like that goes back to like listening to yourself, right. Or listening to your body and what you need, like putting in boundaries at work and, um, allowing yourself time for things outside of work that fill your cup but also saying no to things that don't. So like not having this fear of missing out um, FOMO or whatever, because like a lot of people have that too, but saying no when like you need to stay home or you need to do something else because like you need to give time to yourself. That's what self-love looks like. And then on the other end of that is saying yes to things too. So depending on like where you're at in life, for me personally, I'm realizing like in the winter when I go into hermit mode and I feel a little bit more like seasonal depression, like with the winters here in Chicago and things get a little tougher or just generally like, you know, like I said, kind of where I am in life right now, I think the hyper independence and the staying home and being like, I don't need people. That's a coping mechanism. So to me, what was actually courageous and showed myself um self love was putting myself out there reinforcing and bettering my relationships with my girlfriends creating that sense of community reaching out to family that is acceptance of where you're at what you need as a person and just allowing others to show up for you and be there for you that also really builds your self love because you're advocating for yourself you're doing what you need in that moment or in that time um, or season of your life. And being around people that fill your cup because they actually care about you. So it's not just about saying yes to everything, even though I'm tr- I'm just in a period of my life where I'm trying to say yes more because I would say no more, um, is being kind of intentional also and making sure that you're saying yes to the right things that are like good for you and safe for you and um having good people basically and i think that also goes into relationships so i think a big part of self love for me moving forward and hopefully maybe others can resonate but saying yes picking emotionally available guys in dating like these are the choices that you make right I think self-love goes back to the choices that you make that are just hard for yourself. So whether it's like you've been going after a certain guy your whole life, um, you're dating the same types of people, whether you're a man or a woman and whoever you're dating, you're going after the same types and you're like, this isn't working out. Like, okay, you need to work on figuring out why, first of all, 
your repeating patterns? What's making you pick these guys? How to change that? Without awareness, I don't think we can make good changes um, or healthy changes. I think it's really important to understand why we're making the choices that we do so then that we can change them when we know we're, we're faced with someone, let's say, that comes into your life and you're like, wait, I know now this reminds me of that certain type of guy that I dated, whether it's he's emotionally unavailable, he has these traits that I was attracted to. But you have to realize that is what you're trying to change. So you can't just keep going after the same guys. So I think self-love really looks like taking a step back and being like, wait, I normally would go for this type of guy or girl, but now I can't. I I shouldn't um, because that's not what's best for me. And again, I think that takes a lot of work in therapy. Some people don't. Some people maybe don't need it. And I think through all of these things, and like these are just a few examples, but I think kind of big ones that we might face daily um, or that we kind of face similarly together. a lot of these create this like new sense of trust, I think, that you build within yourself, which is like a big part of self-love too, trusting yourself and being there for yourself. And it's this fine line and balance, I think, with along with everything else in our life that's having to be balanced um, of figuring out when to listen to your body and your mind, when to push yourself a little bit more to make different decisions that will contradict decisions you made in the past that brought you to this moment where you're feeling maybe miserable or unhappy or dealing with the wrong guy or whatever it may be. Um, And lastly, I think that really ties into making these micro decisions to align to your future self. So for me, this has been a huge part of loving myself, showing up for myself is, you know, being unhappy with where I'm currently at, having this dream to do something different, whether it's the podcast or whether it's to move or relocate and do whatever. It's like, I always put my needs in the back. I, you know, put everyone's needs ahead of mine. And this is something that like, I personally just have dealt with that I'm working on. But the more that I make small decisions to go through with what will make me happy, my higher self happy, the person five, 10 years from now that I want to be and where I see myself, those decisions will, I think, pay dividends. And it also makes me happy because I'm like, okay, I'm aligning with my words, with what I want, with my vision. And I think that's proving to myself that I'm worthy and that I'm there for myself. So that builds my trust within. Um, And I'll give an example. So recently, like I had someone reach out for a job where the pay was significantly higher and I was looking at it, um, talking to the recruiter, all that. and And it was also stressing me out. And this is where like, I think you need to listen to your body because like that anxiety is like telling you something, right? So I was looking at the job specifics and the company and the fact that I was like still hybrid and in Chicago. And I was like, okay, the pay might be great, but I was like, what's the company culture like? You know, so I was looking that up and I was just seeing that it was very um, demanding and long work hours is like what I saw um, a lot of people talk about basically when I was reviewing the company and 
like you get you get paid well, but then you kind of give up your life for it. And I'm I'm not trying to do that anymore. I'm trying to get out of that. So that's where I'm like, okay, the money would be great. But then six months from now, if I take that position, I might find myself in the same place I am now, which is unhappy, realizing I'm a slave to the money and a slave to the title um, and can't move away from Chicago or like do the things that I want to do where it's not aligning with that future vision I have for me. And I felt so much better, surprisingly, when I said, I was like, this role doesn't align with like what I want to do next. But I appreciate, you know, you reaching out. But I was like, this just doesn't align. And I felt so much better because I was like, okay, that felt really good. I'm always so anxious about making the right decisions, the wrong decisions. And I've dealt with that for a while. So I think that's where generalized anxiety um, really gets you. But listening to my body, remembering my vision and what I want for myself, I was like, this is not going to put me on the path to that. It might put me a step back. And whether it's the right decision or not, I felt better about it, but I think that's why you need to really be aware of the decisions you're making throughout the day. So I think that's it for today's episode. Um, Also, notice how it's literally, I think, a few days before Valentine's Day when I'm posting this, but I think it's a really good, important topic because we're always just so hard on ourselves and critical, and we get lost into expectations and we take we forget I think to take a step back maybe not even forget but we avoid it we avoid realizing maybe we don't have enough self-love or it's something we put on the back burner but um I think it'll definitely affect your life in tremendous ways so I hope you all enjoyed the episode as always so appreciate your support, you sharing the podcast, you sharing your thoughts with me on it, telling me you're listening. And for those of you that had rated the podcast five stars, thank you so, so much. It really reinforces like to me that you all listen, your res- it resonates and I love, I love um, connecting with you all as well. So I'll definitely have more guests on in the future, but I'm kind of liking these solo episodes and Again, if you like this one, please give it a five-star review, leave a comment, share, or just reach out to me. Let me know what you think, and I will see you all on the next episode.